0: How we doing folks? We are back and at it with another great episode of post game overtime. I'm back. Will Collison with Brand joined as always. Oh, do you want me to say oh, I thought you were gonna say it. Brandon Corbiel. Uh, you know, I yeah, started saying it and then I fucked it's it me. up. You know what? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter
1: Brandon matter, Corbiel, here. you say your name as well. It's me. I'm here. We're back. He's here. It's him. We're back.
0: He's
2: literally him. We've had, you know, about about, about a week's time um, since since we last kind of sat down here for this, and we've a lot a lot has been going on since then in the sports world. I would say there's been a lot, been a been lot. Going on.
0: and we had a we had a very full episode uh, last week. I would say as oh, well, monster. Um And you know, we were not 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 to pull back the curtain too much, but I would even admit. I was a little worried with the end of the uh, NFL season that, uh, that 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 we wouldn't that we wouldn't be able to keep up the content the 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 nice long good episodes.
2: Yeah, and then sure enough, you know, we're, we're on episode forty three right now. You go back to episode to episode forty one, like we we had no NFL to talk about, and we like it was our longest uh, episode we ever did it, two hours and wow. twenty three minutes. Like we we just got on a roll and, and we just had so much other stuff to talk about, like, you know,
0: and, and, and again, not to, not, not to crap talk our, our own, our own podcast, but I was a little worried. Like I was a little worried. It wouldn't be as much fun. Yeah. And, and that was I'm a, having a... the most fun I've ever had. Talking I am. Yeah. UFC, it's, it feels like the old radio days when we covered a little well, bit of everything. And that's what I was going to say is like,
2: I was thinking back to it when, you know, the NFL season was kind of wrapping up and then, you know, it's very easy to make kind of like that um, assumption. Cause if I just, you know, kind of scroll back here. So we, you know, the NFL season um, back when we started the, cause we started the podcast back at the beginning of the NFL season last year mm-hmm. or the, the playoffs. Sorry. Like our, literally our very first episode was we, we were talking about like the, the super wild card weekend. Yeah, and then you know the NFL season, we kind of do our our NFL season wrap up whole thing,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then we we did two more episodes, and then we went away for for five months. Yeah, and and at, and and during that time, we we did have a lot of other stuff going on within our mm-hmm. lives, and a lot of yeah. um big things were happening. So we and, and we did talk about it. We said, you know, we really want to we want to stick with this, which we have. But we needed to to wait till we're in a position where we can really, um, you know, fully invest ourselves in our time and 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 everything we have into because we want it to be as successful as we we've always wanted it to be, mm-hmm. and so we knew we couldn't do it half ass. Yeah, and so it's easy to make that assumption of like, you know, when the NFL season's kind of wrapping up again, it's like, are we gonna kind of disappear when you know we say we're we're a, you know a sports podcast, but. It it has been heavy NFL stuff, it and, definitely has. But that was also a lot because you know the NFL is so big, and it's only it's during a certain um yeah ser- yeah very fun, um, and it's just kind of in a smaller time frame compared to you know MLB, NHL, uh, NBA type of stuff, um, mm-hmm. but and, and so yeah, so the season wrapped up, and but I feel like we've had you know, as much to talk about as we ever have. Because even when we did the radio show before, it was, you know, it we did talk a lot about hockey and we, we did do some MMA at the time. But during the years or, or the time of years that we were doing the radio show, it was during the NFL season. And so it worked out so well that they kind of aligned up together. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, what you said, since we've really, you know since NFL seasons ended, like we, we've had a lot to talk about. And uh, like, I don't know if it's just because of, you know, the certain point that we've got to doing this
0: and the rhythm we got or, or what, but like, I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm having, I'm having all the fun in the world. I'm having a blast. And, uh, and I credit you, Brandon. You're fun to do podcasts with. I oh, I got to give credit to
2: you. You, oh, you make shucks. it worthwhile. Oh, no. You, you make hang it worthwhile first. for me. <laughs> no,
0: you hang up first. <laughs> you big flirt. Should we get, should we, do we want to get right into, um, but before we get right into the new news, let's do a bit of a recap. Um, our old episode, we had our big UFC parlay for UFC 285. That was a great fight card. Oh. um super yeah, I, exciting and i know uh, so i know you surprises. didn't
2: watch it like is it because like obviously you had a show so you weren't like were you able to like watch highlights are we able to um buy it on your phone type of thing or like what what was kind of your situation for
0: yeah um for so I, w- I wasn't able to uh to catch it yet i was at a show but uh twitter twitter helped me out a little bit Posting some of the highlights, so I saw like I saw the. I guess we'll we'll get right into spoilers, folks. I did see the choke uh, that Alexa Grasso oh, had, fuck. um, and I kind of saw that immediate sequence of her taking the back and then the choke. Um, and then did you see the the difference
2: between Shevchenko's like her face and kind of like her her like upper chest, compared to where the chokehold was, like the color in her skin. Mm-hmm like just and like insane and it shows you like how much pressure um grasso had on her doing that so
0: yeah it's just nuts. truly amazing fight um that was a super fun one i'm i can't imagine a world they don't run that back like i think valentine has to. earned herself the the automatic rematch clause well, and, it, and it
2: sounds like that that is what's gonna happen like it's obviously not announced mm-hmm. um I thought it might be after we saw that John Jones's next fight was announced, um, but no, nothing's been announced yet. But it, like, it has to. They have to run it back. They have mm-hmm. to. Yeah. In, I, in a rematch, I'm... quick, pick them off the top of your head. Who wins? Oh, Shevchenko. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: No, no, there, no I, I, one. I think you're good
2: man. Yeah. Do you agree? I, I agree. I think How honestly, like Grasso put up like just a phenomenal performance. But it's, you know, as good of a performance as it was, like, no knocked her. it's so hard to pull off a performance like that twice in a row, especially against someone like Shevchenko twice in a row.
0: And when you, yeah, yeah, I gotta, yeah, I, I gotta give the rematch to Shevchenko. He's really not I think that's how it usually goes. In, that, in that sense, yeah. Um, John Jones taking home the huge victory. Um... With a very, very dominant and early submission win against Cyril Gone. Yeah. And it, it didn't surprised? even look like it didn't even look like much there though. No. Like like ah. the fans were con,
2: the announcers were calling, and all of a sudden it was like it was like boom locked in and he was tapping pretty much. Yeah. Like I... it, it happened quick.
3: Like you mm-hmm. look away for a
2: second and like yeah, you were you were you were missing it.
0: Yeah. And are we surprised? I'd be surprised? Like, well, I think and, we all knew the se- if it got to the ground, the second it gets there, Jones is walking away with that's, it. But,
2: like, so, but, like, John Jones came up in, like, what weight? Because, like, I know kind of when he left the UFC, he was kind of when you were getting me more into it. Mm-hmm. And so what, what was his weight at then Two when he on. left? So he went well, up...
0: He was fighting in the 205 division. What was okay. his sitting weight? Maybe 215. He did, He never looked like he caught much. He always stayed decently around the weight. Um, there were a few years where he bulked up, but this has definitely been his biggest. Um, and he put okay. on that weight slowly and, and naturally. And Yeah.
2: And so it's crazy to think that like he, for every like year he spent, you know, making his return to the UFC was like one year was more than 1 minute in his first fight back. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Cuz like, he was gone yeah, for 3 years, years and out. it was like 2 minutes. Like, yeah, like and and that that's crazy though like I like like I I would be stupid to say that like Irma, I I I wouldn't like if you can't um no one thought that he was going to lose.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I mm-hmm. genuinely thought it was going to be like a round two or three finish. Like, and I, th- I didn't think it be, like, you like, I even thought, you know, maybe if it goes to third round, like round one is a 10 is 9 a for him. Round two could be a 10 a 8 or vice versa, you know, 10 8, then 10 9. But like, I, I didn't think he was going to be like dominated or, or on the ropes or at any point.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I didn't think it was going to be that quick. Yeah, I didn't think he was, was going to do it that quick, like that.
0: It, it, was, it was damn impressive, it's insane. Yeah, damn impressive, ridiculous. Uh, and so obviously, with the Shevchenko um, upset, our parlay didn't hit. But let's do a quick recap of it. We got the shakat uh got Rachmanov fight. That was a win, a uh, submission against Jeff Neal, and then. Uh, Matheus Gamrot uh won via split decision. So we had Jalen Turner lost by split. You you can't you can't get mad at losing a split decision on the underdog bet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel like I stand by that. I stand by that. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Not as fast as John Jones, but a razor quick victory. Um, or a a super quick victory for, Bo Nickel uh at yeah, the start like of
2: the dominant, fight
0: dominant incredibly dominant and i think uh yeah i think i think we're going to see a lot more of him as he as he climbs the ranks and i wouldn't be shocked if he's one of those fighters we see him fight a ranked opponent in his you know third fourth fight cuz i think it's going to be a situation where not a not a lot of people are going to want to fight him i think i think it's going to be very tough for him to find a fight knowing his background and and all that and you know his credits i guess you could say for lack of a better term
2: yeah and quickly over um one
0: thing i was gonna say so the
2: one of the fights we got right is the duplessis over Derek brunson i am right when oh and anyone that didn't see it i encourage you to try and find any way to watch it what a fight oh eh? and th- that was the one where it ended at the end of the second round because uh, Derek Brunson's um, corner threw the towel in for him. And in my opinion, it should have been stopped. Like, he was pretty much out, like, not defending himself. And it was in the final five seconds or so of the round. Yeah. But, like, he was, like, on his back. Like, he was just getting wailed. But, like, that bad, for the inf- like the, in- the entire... They both of them gassed themselves out in the first round, like heavily. And then the final two and a half minutes of the second round, it was pretty much like standing up, the two of them, and it was just blow for blow. Like there was no blocking. They were both drained. They were both like stumbling, and it was just throwing haymakers when they were able to. And it just went back and forth. And it was honestly like. I give them both so much credit like it was incredible. The fact that they were both so drained but they were just using everything they could to throw haymakers and they couldn't take the other one down really was mm. it, oh it was it was so good. And the fact that that was like that was on the prelims it wasn't even the main card. It was just
1: it's like yeah. if you can have
2: that kind of you know almost headlining your your prelims like that that just shows you what you're in for and you know the and the main card didn't disappoint at all from it so
0: mm-hmm. dracus awesome. duplice is definitely a fighter we're gonna want to be following i think more of and and look at yeah, what and his it's, next fight's gonna look like and
2: and so i i looked it up because i was getting well there were there was notifications at the time saying it um saying that after that fight Derek brunson was retiring. Wow. But now that I'm looking it up, apparently that's not the case. Okay. He like he, like after, at, like after his fight, um, his tweet was thanks for all who watched my career crazy fight tonight. My corner decided to stop it in to stop it in the, after the second rounds. Okay. Congrats to my opponent. Hmm. And so a lot of people took that, that he was ret- retiring, and it made headlines, and I got notifications about it. But I'm looking up, and there there's nothing official about it. Like, it's... Everything online says, you know, he's still with the UFC. He's still still an active fighter. So it'll be interesting to see. But, like, even on the loss, like, if that's his, you know, final fight, that's, that's kind of a great way to go out, to be fair. Like, you're just standing there throwing haymakers and, you know... Yeah, and it's your corner that eventually has to to throw it in for you. Yeah, you know like you actually, literally couldn't lose. You were gonna go till the very end. It was your corner that you kind of had to step in and be like, "No, like your your health matters more than than you willing to stick it out." Type of thing. So, if it's the end, I think that's a pretty pretty badass
0: ending. Yeah, I uh I guess so. You know, actually, I I pulled up a bit of this fight here. It. It doesn't feel like he's getting pummeled. Now maybe at the very end he's getting badly badly beaten. That's why Yeah, no, yeah. Um, it was like
2: it was like near near the end, but like it was a back and forth fight.
3: Mhm. Like, like it I'm, was I'm
0: kind of surprised the towel was, was getting thrown in.
2: Well, and it, it was because like even I was like why is it not being stopped? Like it looked oh, like he was pretty much out cold, and it was only oh, like no. like it was it was only for the final like 5 seconds of the the round really, but like mm. he was on his back, he was not protecting his face, and he he got whammed a couple times. Oh, okay, fair and enough. And so that's when I was like, "How are you not comp?" I was like, okay, I guess it's kind of like the end of the round." But it's like, but then his corner threw it through the towel, and I was like, "Yeah, that was that was the right call." Like mm. that needed that needed to be done.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: Because he 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 was not willing to lose. Yeah, really type of thing. So.
0: Okay, you know it's getting to the end of the fight here, and I'm I'm seeing he's definitely he's definitely taking a lot of heavy shots now. Yeah, uh, they're still on the feet. Was it stopped when he was on the ground when it was stopped? Right.
2: Uh, the well, they got to the end of the round, and as soon as the round ended, that's when his his corner threw the towel in. Oh, so like he the made round it through the ended. second round. Okay. Yeah, he made it through the round, but like as soon as as soon as the ref was like, "Hey, round's done," like the announcers were already like, "Oh, and it's over."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: like they literally just waited till the round ended and then like threw it in wow so he he went down fighting until the very end it was this corner that had to pull him out of it
0: yeah i'm, I'm watching this now him. he's he's getting he's getting hit pretty bad yeah he's um
2: but like overall
0: like and
2: it, it always sucks when a fight ends that way but like even for two rounds it fantastic Oh yeah and, yeah, and and everyone there knew it. Like everyone saw what they they gave to this fight and put into it, and both guys definitely deserved the praise that that they were shown for sure.
3: Hmm.
0: Hundred percent. No, definitely. That was a really exciting fight. Um, Cody Garbrandt also with the win, uh, decision win. Amanda Hibas with another decision win. Um, and I think that was our. I think she was the start of our parlay. Julian Marquez was not able to win and get on the mic and say something weird about Kansas City. Uh, yep. Ian McGrady, um, or I- Ian Gary, sorry, Ian Machado Gr- Gar- Gary, man, I cannot talk. <laughs> um, had a uh, KOTKO win against Song Kanan. Um, And then Cameron Simon won. These are back in the early prelims. Uh, Tabitha Ritchie, um, Farid Barsharat, and Loik Radzabov, I believe. Um, That that kind of takes you down the winner of the early prelims. Excellent fight. A fair bit of knockouts and submissions. Um, I think there were five
1: submissions. There there's quite a few. There was quite a few. Five submissions, three knockouts, I believe, if I if my quick math is correct. That that um, sounds
0: right. Phenomenal then, phenomenal
2: card though. Like it, it really held up.
0: Oh, one hundred percent. And only two weeks away, and we won't cover it in this episode, obviously, but only two weeks away from Edwards and Usman three. Yep. Um and, that's going uh, to be an incredibly exciting fight in a great card altogether with Justin Geishi taking on Raf, Rafael dos That is going to be such a good fight.
2: Yeah, and John Jones's uh, next next fight is is already been announced.
0: Yeah, against Stepe Miocic. That yeah, is he going to called be
2: called him out right fight. right away after uh afterwards and um yeah it's official july 8th they will they will be facing off
0: yeah yeah it's funny oh, man. because
2: as soon as jones won uh
1: francis and was putting out a bunch of shit on on twitter about him and it's so funny because it's like you know if you're talking all this shit like
2: you gotta kind of come back to DOC now and, and back it up and prove it type of thing.
0: Yeah, I, so if if Jones wins, that'll be interesting to See what situation. happens there.
2: That'll be interesting for sure.
3: Hmm.
0: Um. And next week we got a amazing card. Um. Just a, I'll not just, but a fight night with um. Piotr Jan taking on uh, Murab Dasheville, uh, and then Alexander Volkov t- taking on Alexander Romanov. Uh, that'll be a really exciting one. Um, both big heavyweights. We got I love Ronson, I, I love Taker that. Nikita Krylov.
2: Who, what was that last fight again?
0: Alexander Volkov versus Alexander Romanov.
2: Yeah, uh, battle of that. the Alexander. Uh, there's there's a a defenseman in the NHL whose name is Alexander Romanov.
0: I, I think it's the same guy.
2: I think that's. I just I just love that that when you got athletes in two sports like there was a. And people still talk about him, just make jokes about him all the time, but there was a... I believe he was a defenseman in the NHL, and he played a few games, and his name was Michael Jordan. There you go. And so so he, he gets talked about quite a bit just because he's got the same name as, as one of the greats, so...
0: Not bad. Any, anywho, my little, my little story's over. Continue. Um, yeah, no, and then, uh, and then you got, I believe, a uh, cousin or brother or some relative of Nurmagomedov Um, fighting on that card as well. So going to be a great card, uh, as far as fight nights go. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. And then, uh, and next week we'll we'll talk more about Edwards and Uzmon three because that will be a fireworks of a card. And I think we might be able we might be in the
1: same place for that one. Yeah, we might be. Might be.
0: I'll be I'll be doing
1: a show, but. We can we can I think figure out a method somehow. We can figure something out for sure, for sure. But not not
0: I will say for uh, for the second card. Eh, never mind. I was about to start off by saying not the deepest, but I, I take it back. <laughs> there's a few ones, a couple of non-ranked fights. Um, but then kind of deeper in the card, there's some more ranked fights, so it'll be interesting. But definitely not the deepest pay-per-view ever Mm -hmm. it's definitely carried
2: by the first main event
0: i would say the gaichi fight i think any actually yeah 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 Yeah, sorry yeah um that's uh that's musty tv and i think this will go one of two ways it will either unfortunately not do enough for gaichi stock or it's going to um be a pretty outstanding coming out party for Hafalphi's Eve because this guy oh, sure. is a legit, 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 and I do think I do think he has the ability to pull off a win there. Easily, no. It's but, gonna be
2: tough, but it's 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 it, it's possible for him.
0: I yeah, I really I really think he has that ability because. Ah oh, man, his 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 striking is just so crisp. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I just, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for sure. It's, it is going to be a absolute banger of a fight. Uh, and then a little quickly on to just a bit of XFL news. Um, well, not a bit. Well, we'll 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 do our due diligence here and put together. I know you're all waiting for your XFL parlay this week, you you hungry gambling addicts. Um, oh
1: yeah,
0: but uh, but bit of a bit of a close call last week with uh, the Battle Hawks taking down the parlay, preventing it from flourishing in the true way it was meant to. Yeah. yep. Um, and all of a sudden, my ESPN XFL screen went out. Sea uh, well, we Dragons with a big comeback, big got a ben big Sea Dragons win. Big Ben
2: Benucci is also currently on pace right now, to be the first QB to hit 1,000 passing yards. So,
1: way to go, Ben. Big Ben. Big Ben. Now, that is the true Big Ben. That's the the real Big 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 Ben Ben right there. Yeah. That's the real Big Ben. Do you want to throw together a little parlay
2: here, though? Yeah, or sorry, are you yeah. still going over, over last week?
0: Well, I was just going to quickly run it. Um, Incredibly yeah. close game between the Renegades and the Guardians coming down to those conversions, it looks like. um, And then the Roughnecks beating out the Brahmas and the Defenders ruining our parlay by beating the Battlehawks. Battlehawks unable to make a third yeah. comeback in three weeks. Adrian Moving McCann's on to week four, it. we got the Roughnecks taking on the Guardians. I feel like this is a bit of a slam dunk. Gotta go
2: with the Guardians. Whoop whoop. No, I'm kidding. Is that we're, so... No, no, no. We're taking... Dude, we're taking the Roughnecks.
0: No, we already bet the Guardians. It's no, in.
2: It's we in. can
0: It's a nine-point spread. You cannot <sighs> justify the taking the Guardians.
2: Take the points. Like, realistically, it's... Come on, it's Roughnecks.
0: It's Guardians, man.
2: Are you, Are you actually, like, wholeheartedly saying take Guardians? You know what,
0: you, you made a good point earlier. I was, uh, by what, literally saying whoop woo?
1: No. Yeah. Oh. Words
0: have meanings. We can't bro. do it. We can't
2: do it. They're a plus 290 underdog. whoop can't, have whooped, whooped, can't do it.
1: Shouldn't have whoop whooped. So, so, you're actually, so you're
2: actually saying we're taking the, the Guardians.
0: Plus nine, maybe. Yeah, no, we'll take the Roughnecks. Um, yeah, there we go. There we go. Shut up. Obviously. Gotta it's take Seattle the sea dragon. When Ben DC Dinucci favorites. hits one K passing yards. Should we do a little celebration for when he hits a thousand? Yeah. I don't know. Make can a work? little dance, sing a little song. Gotta do something. Uh Battlehawks and Renegades. I don't know if I can get hurt again, but I I'm would, like, I would say telling me Battlehawks. I
2: would say. If Ben DiNucci got 1K uh, passing yards, we'd do a Jackson Mahomes and film and TikTok. But we can't um, say we're gonna do a Jackson uh, Mahomes anymore because we might get in trouble if we say that. But we'll we'll dive into that later.
1: Well, I
0: think he might. We might just get in <laughs> trouble if we impersonate him.
2: Probably. Oh yeah, good
0: point.
1: Good point. We um, can say his
0: name, just not his actions. Yeah. So wait, so Battlehawks and Renegades. Who did you who were you saying? That's a tough one, man. Two uh, two two and one teams, Renegades coming off a win, Battlehawks coming off a loss. But Renegades coming off a win that didn't have much offense there. And
2: so, the Renegades so his, have struggled his, to put up points I'm, where the Battlehawks From what I've gathered so far, it seems like the Renegades have a pretty good defense. Hmm. And the Battlehawks, their only wins have been comeback wins. And you're playing a good defense. It's gonna be hard to pull off a comeback win. The renegades were the underdog we picked last week. They came through. The Battlehawks we were the one that flopped it. I think we run renegades. All right. I like the way I you think, think, Brandon. You know what? From and again, it's still so early, so it's so hard to kind of gauge teams and you know, figure like what what are strong points and weak points, and whatnot. But it seems like the Renegades do have a good defense. Yeah. And defense way. wins PGO parlays.
0: Oh, you make so, a good point.
2: I think Renegades. You make a good
0: point, Brandon. I try. I do what I do. Hey, and you succeed at doing what you do. Um, And then the last one on the docket here, we got Vegas Vipers taking on the DC Defenders. DC a big favorite, and uh, I think at this point could even be a favorite to. Uh, like, I, I I wouldn't be shocked if we see a rough next Defenders Championship.
2: Yeah, it it seems like those two are kind of the two favorites right now.
0: They seem to be running away with
2: it. Yeah, and so and and so what I have down here is I I did pick the Defenders
0: mm.
2: for I I think they're they're going to come out on top. Um, especially just cause, and again, it's, it's like, they, they seem to be, you know, the, I'm not going to say the number two. So I'm going to kind of say that like the roughnecks seem like the one a and the uh, defenders are the one B. Okay. And the Vipers don't seem like an overly great team.
0: Yeah. They're 0-3 this year.
2: Yeah. And yeah. So and so it, it seems like the defenders are, are, are the clear choice. You know, it kind of, again. It's kind of like we talked about before, like with the Shevchenko fight. It's kind of like, yeah. You know, even if the defenders lose, how can we justify taking the Vipers?
0: I completely agree with you. Type of thing. And uh, yeah, and I think the league is too young. We we'll be doing all these on the old money line. Um. So uh, so that's gonna be the defenders, Roughnecks, Sea Dragons, and Renegades. Slap some dollars on that and write home about mm-hmm. it, folks. That is the PGO parlay of the week, and we hope you enjoy that bet. Yeah, um, hope you're, hope you're riding with there. PGO. We, yeah, thank thank you for flying with the PGO team. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, then moving on to the last of, I think the the big three we're covering. We got some NHL news. No, we got we got two more. We talked about it. We thrive off. We got some right. NFL news You're again, right? We got some NFC. We talked all this. Sh- not having him in the show anymore. And sure as shit. Here yeah, I know, right? It's just here how it, it goes. goes. So, what's uh, our what's our big NFL news? We got we got a few. So, Daniel Jones
2: is now uh, he has resigned with the Giants. Okay, and so see, signing him. Paid. Allowed them to place their, I believe it's they call it the franchise tag, on Saquon. So they've 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 got they've got those two, uh, those those two locked up now. Okay. So the Giants aren't aren't losing one of their big guns, but Daniel no, believe- Jones is now. In terms of you know, you you take the thirty-two um, starting QBs in the league, whoever oh, yeah. you want to pick for each team.
3: Where just, would you where just, would you rank
2: Daniel Jones in terms of where he should be 15th. within salary? Fifteenth? 15? Yep. So after his new
0: contract, he is number shut up. Nine. We haven't even said it yet. Nine? Okay. Number nine. You know what? Who's ahead of him?
2: Well, nine, but he's he's tied with the guy in eighth and seventh.
0: Who's who's the top ten?
2: So number one is Aaron Rodgers oh, at 5.5. 50.3. Holy fuck. Russell Wilson is in second. Jeez. At 48.5. Jeez. Number three. And I'm... I know it's coming from you, so I'm ready. Kyler Murray at 56.1.
0: What
1: 56... 1. Whoa, Wait, well, how is, how is he behind...
0: How is Russell number two if he's 46? Oh, sorry.
1: Russell Wilson is no, Russell Wilson is 48.5.
0: 48. And what's Kyler getting paid? 46. Oh, 1. sorry. They said 56. 46. How do you justify that? I mean,
3: both when he, him when and Russ are good.
0: fucking it up.
2: Number four. Oh. And so this one is subject to change, and I'll explain after. But it's Deshaun Watson at 46. What? And so I was Patty reading a thing. This? It says within Deshaun Watson's contract. Um, well, he's already come out and said he he's, he's going to negotiate with the Browns and restructure his contract to give them more money to work with. Okay. But then a couple of days later, there wasn't a thing that came out saying within his contract, the Browns are able to restructure his contract without his approval. Mm. So... I I don't know if Deshaun Watson just came out and and you know said that because he he doesn't get a say in it so he might as well act like he's a team guy or if the Browns are doing it regardless. Um but right now he is the fourth highest paid at 46. Patrick Mahomes is fifth at 45. All right. And his so and and again it's it's kind of like in the NHL now how Connor McDavid's not the highest paid player. It's cuz you know Mahomes was the highest paid when he signed it. But just True. as the league progresses type of thing, yeah. And so, and Josh Allen is at number six at 43.
3: Right. And
2: then Matthew, Kelly Stafford's husband. Nailed it. Uh, Daddy Dak Prescott and then Daniel Jones now are all tied at seven, eight, and nine there at 40 million.
0: They're all above Joe Burrow.
2: And num- uh yeah. And I think it's because Joe Burrow hasn't signed his big contract yet. Oh, is he still on his rookie? Yeah, so I feel like after this next season is when he's signing his. And when he does, I mean, pro- probably, if he wants to, I you know, it really depends on the what he wants and if he wants all the money, or if he wants to take lower and put a good team around him. but he could easily be number one.
0: He could easily be number one. I hope he does the team player card. And I think he's the type of guy to do it. I would hope. hope. And then
2: at number 10 for the highest paid quarterbacks, the New Orleans Saints' newest quarterback, Derek Carr, at
0: 37.5. I heard about that one. I knew about that one. That was a big one. So I'm excited to see him go to a good team. Unfortunately, their big coach has just left. I think Sean Payton was a pillar of that Saints team. So we're not sure what we're going to see with them this year. And what bugs me. So here's Mm -hmm. what
2: bugs me. So the Saints lost Drew Brees. We know that. Yeah. And they went out and got and signed their divisional rival, the Buccaneers, their quarterback, Jameis Winston. And now I thought Jameis Winston looked really good with them. Mm. He seemed to have a, a good reaction from the team. He was doing good. He gets that injury last season, and then Andy Dalton comes in and kind of steals the show, and
1: then Winston doesn't get back in the season. And now it's like, Derek Carr's in there. So? And so now it's
2: like, what do you do for Jameis Winston? Like, that injury now costs you your job, pretty much.
1: So it'll be interesting to see what happens with James Winston now cuz I I don't know if he's gonna want to you know be
2: be the backup there um I don't know if the Saints are just going to keep Andy Dalton cuz he proved he's a serviceable backup and yeah. he's not going to be a star he's not going to sign with any team and be a starter whereas True. James Winston maybe could so you know yeah if you're James Winston now kind of what do you do like your are you kind of fucked your shot of yeah. being the the man with the Saints for the next foreseeable future so
0: Yeah, that Um, one, that one definitely hurts. I'm, I feel bad for Carr, though. So I'll I'll let you finish, and then I got to go on a bit of a Derek Carr rant. Um, I was just gonna
2: say, like, Derek Carr going to the Saints is is so tip, like, typical New York Jets. Because again, they're right in there. They, it sounds like Derek Carr's gonna go to the Jets, and then all of a sudden it flips and eyes
0: with the Saints. I'm, I'm hearing shit that he is close to going going uh or the jets are close to getting Rodgers, which is what i've been
2: hearing now but again like that and we heard rumors of them being maybe close to getting him last year when russell wilson went to ended up going to the broncos it was now sounding like it was like yeah the the the, the jets are gonna get Rodgers, and then they didn't and it's like okay we still have zach wilson like we're fine he's a young guy he still got the potential then after how you know, not good and and immature and the way he rubbed the the team the wrong way, now it's like, it's like, fuck. If you don't get Aaron Rodgers, like, you're rolling again with Zach Wilson and Mike White. And so... And then they
0: roll with Mike White. Yeah, Um, yeah,
2: you kind of have to then, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So I will say with Derek Carr, though, I feel bad for Carr. When was the last time he's had coaching... Stability. Raiders hasn't had it while he's been there. They've been flip-flopping different guys. Gruden, the whole firing thing. I guess they had Gruden for a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But, like, they're, they're, I, I feel like he never he never had, like, I think there were years where he had a good team around him. But I don't know if there were years he had a good coaching staff or, or at least a good head head coach. And so he wait He wasn't you're, getting good wait, head Derek Carr So you're, Carr doesn't so you're get saying you feel head.
2: So you're saying you feel bad for Derek Carr. I do. Then feel bad now, for Kyler Murray. No. Yeah, I just put that on you. You made me go there. Feel bad no. for Kyler Murray.
0: <laughs> um Do you know why? No, but but I Do you know I, I, why? Do you know why? Okay. Okay, why? The Saints don't have a video game clause, All unlike right. Kyler right, Murray. Wasn't That's why I don't feel clause. bad for Kyler Murray. The second the I, Saints go, I, I hey do buddy, get watch four hours of film. <laughs> then I'm going to go, you know what, man, I don't feel okay, bad well, for Derek Carr. We'll anymore. dive in more. So remember that Derek Carr is the 11th. No, we're going into this. You poked the no, fucking No, no, Hornets no, 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 no. I'm just going to say, reason. let's just. Derek let's Carr just... is the 11th highest paid QB in the league. Kyler is the third. He is the third. He does not get my sympathy, especially when Cliff Kingsbury was the golden Boy, they were saying everyone wasn't. was, was a sucking bum. his dick. Yeah, and guess who else Whoa. is a bum? Kyler <laughs> Murray. Okay, hey, wait, hold on. You- no, 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 hold no, 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 no. no. Derek, Har- Derek Carr is going to a brand new team that's head coach that was a legacy coach just left this year. That would be like going to the Patriots the year after Belichick. Sean Payton was already gone last season.
2: He wasn't there. Poked a hole in your theory, didn't I? Yeah, he
1: was broadcasting last year. He was not the coach. How about that? No wonder they did so. I got bad. real quiet. You got All real quiet. Is the second I, I see Derek
0: on Fortnite, I'll stop feeling bad for him.
1: Okay, but until then, so, I
0: ain't got shit sympathy for Faith's Clan Tyler. So,
2: so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Tyler. So now, because talking about Kyler Murray, so there is drama within the Cardinals again.
3: Of um, course,
2: there is. So, but this is interesting though. Because it really, you know it's just interesting. I'll, i I want to hear what you have to say after I,
1: I explain it to you. Um so the Cardinals offensive lineman, Kelvin Beecham,
2: he was on uh he was on a he opt on a Arizona sports radio show. Um not a good offensive lineman. Like he's 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 pretty shit at protecting his quarterback. And so on this radio show, he says, we're talking about Kyler Murray. He said, be a man and grow up. I didn't, I don't, I didn't say he lacks leadership.
1: I just think he needs to grow up a little bit. So that's, that's what he had to say about Kyler Murray just on the radio. Where should I begin? So wait, it gets even better though.
2: So we, so it so his tweet is obviously gets put out on Twitter because it makes headlines, and so um, Kyler Murray's uh, receiver buddy from Oklahoma, now in the Cardinals, uh, Hollywood Brown, he responds to it on Twitter, tagging uh, the offensive lineman Kelvin Beachman, says, and this is again some of the. Words don't go well together. I'm literally reading the exact tweet. So this is how it goes. I ain't, never, I ain't never seen this much collusion from within. We got each other number. But steady get on the podcast or tweet shit. It'll be different if it was addressed in person first. Because one, uh, one ain't ever public bash or talk down anybody. Even after years of running for his life. So basically, he's saying, and this goes back to when Patrick Peterson, uh, after he left the Cardinals, started to shit on Murray, even though he talked about how much he loved him when he was on the team. And it was like, it was like, yeah, like if you've got that to say about your quarterback, you know, text him about it. Like, be like, hey, man, this is how I feel. Like just being man to man, this is how I feel about it. Like, I think you're you could be a great leader. You've got all the tools. You're just not using them to your full potential. But instead, he goes on the radio to, to shit on him. So then Hollywood Brown comes in and basically says, if you've got shit to say about him, you have his number, text him. But don't talk shit about him because you can't block him, which is why he's running for his life when he's out there. Is basically the gist of, of what he's saying. All
0: right.
2: And so... Let's unpack. It's this. like... it's And so it's interesting because it's like... Again, it's just it's that, you know... Uh, Patrick Peterson never said anything bad about Kyler Murray's leadership or anything, but just kind of shit on him in general. Mm -hmm. Whereas Kyler Murray's now own teammate who's still on the team is saying, he's not a bad leader. He's just not, you know, acting like one and exemplifying what a leader should be. But then Murray's receiver, you know, kind of the new guy on the team, uh, Marquise Brown is... Now, kind of shitting on on the offensive lineman there, Beecham, and being like, "If you got a problem with him, text him." Like, and you can't even talk down to him because you suck at what you do, which is why he's always running. So,
0: it's not good. All right,
3: let's
2: get really. into this. Like, it's so, not good it's as a not Cardinals good. It's fan bad for it's, The
0: team, yeah, it's bad for yeah. the whole
2: team. It's bad. I can for the tell you right now, that's it just and and again, he he's not even good to begin with. So Kelvin Kelvin Beechamp's obviously probably going to be off the team. Like they're 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 going to get rid of him. So he he kind of talked
1: himself out of his own job that he had. I also I, wonder, I think is the one did for Hollywood for sure. Brown talk to him? His whole tweet was about don't do it publicly as he does it, which is
2: which is what a lot of the replies were. But I, again, I think it's... The whole thing is why for the team. And which is why when I, when I started it off, I, I said, you know, Kyler Murray's like his old receiver from uh Oklahoma and, you know, his best friend type of thing, which is why I think he made it public type of thing. He's kind of contradicting himself. But at the end of the day, it, it's almost kind of like... um.
3: If, no, he's a if, if i a point. I get If like
2: Chitocke you type of thing, like I yeah. would have no problem, you know, making kind of a public thing to, to, Aww, to defend you. Oh, my knight in shining yeah. armor. Yeah. I got You're your my back. My knight in
0: shining armor. I got your back. Look at booger. you. Look but, at you. But Here's it, it's, the difference though. It, it's I ain't never gonna be getting shit talked for my leadership because I'm too busy phase I'm not, planning but, but was, instead not, of was, taking I, care of the team. But again, it's not it's
2: nothing to do with the video games because Murray, this entire last year, he stepped away from that whole thing. And he was fully focused on football.
0: So he's and he was, we know but, but again, he was so it's like the crush between But and that reporters. but
2: that, that that shows something at least if if he's got guys on team, cause like, and again, it goes back to the thing I kind of talked about where NFL is, is really different in comparison to the NHL's cause like a lot of NFL players have brands mm-hmm. type of thing. And yeah, not many guys would go public and potentially affect their brand by doing that type of stuff. But like, yeah. you know, it shows that that Hollywood Brown is definitely in on the Cardinal system there. And he's, He's wanting to run with Murray there on the team. Like, he, he believes in in that duel with him and Murray, so. You know, there, there there's negatives and positives to it, though, 100%.
1: But. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a bad look for the team it's overall. It's just shit when it's, it's like, it's- it just seems like this shit
2: keeps happening for the Cardinals. Like, it seems like there's just always, it's not even always, you know, like, there, there's definitely been a few that have kind of revolved around Kyler Murray. But even things that aren't revolved around him. It just seems like there's this constant spew of shit happening within... Or, or just with that team in general,
0: so... We ride. Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: <laughs> Fuck it, we, we ride. ride.
0: We ride. We ride. EGO Nation, let's ride. No, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I really do. I It's yeah, it's just a bad luck for the team overall. But I it is it is positive that, I guess... The better of the two players being the the O lineman versus Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown is the one that's kind of team quarterback, which I think is a better overall look than, you know, other people coming out from the woodworks. But the issue is, if one guy is saying it, who else is thinking it? And, exactly. And I think that's and if one guy's willing to say it on a radio show, I think that even more ingrains, you know was she talking get, shit in a, in alignment and, and that's always my like thing. is that what the old line yeah. thinks
2: cuz and it's it's always tough when it's and again it's even with the stuff um Patrick Peterson said about Kyler Murray it's when he was on a podcast and so like you and I you and I both know you know kind of doing a doing a podcast and a and a radio show
0: mm-hmm. are
2: are are very similar but they do have their their very big differences yes and you know, it's it. I feel like it's very different when it's on a radio show or a podcast when yeah. it's kind of like it's just, it's just guys like us, just kind of, you know, doing our thing, talking to them, like
0: just gang just gang kind
2: of dudes. banter and stuff. Exactly.
0: Having and so it's fun. a lot of guys
2: that kind of get caught up in just start saying stuff uh, on the topic and, and maybe getting like a, a good clip or headline type of thing. Yeah. Whereas when it's like, you know, when reporters are asking, they say it like it's. That's like them them putting it out there for the media. Like that's how they feel and that. And so I, I always take things from podcasts and radio shows like I take it with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. just on the fact of like, and again, it's even like like Sedano Char when he was saying all that shit about Vancouver back in the, the twenty eleven playoffs. and mm-hmm. And then, you know, he says all this stuff when he's caught up in the moment, and then, you know, once it's out there all these people that can confirm none of this stuff happened. They all come forward and say, this didn't happen. Like it's unfortunate that Char has, has done this with his name and legacy to, to spread these false news and stuff. But again, it's just like, it's just getting caught up in the moment with it. Mm -hmm. And and so I, I would like, you you know, it's always there. Like they say it, like it's definitely, you know, a part of how they feel, but I always feel like it's taken out of context and it's also, not a not a one hundred percent reflection of how they feel.
0: Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Are you some big words there? That was you good. Did that, that was, was a big, big sentence, me. buddy. That was good for me. Good job. That was a lot of words. That was a lot of you. Usually don't say many words. Usually words is where you struggle. But you know what? For for this was a lot of words, especially on a podcast. we kind yeah. of we, kinda, we yeah. pride ourselves in being the podcast with not that many words. Yeah, I couldn't do that on the radio. I couldn't, couldn't use big do... words like that. That's a, There's there's the yeah. differences right there. That's the difference. Just the the number of words. Yeah, we're a very we're a word based podcast. I would say. Oh yeah. Um. All right. I I th- I think that kind of wraps up. Um, what uh, we had for we the just NFL. Two, two
2: more quick things I want to plug for NFL. Ooh, um, two were two were kind of big. We can we can just skip through. Um, the other one I think is kind of cool, and I want to just touch on it a bit. Um, so uh, it, it was like two weeks ago, but the Rams said that they they are trying to trade Jalen Ramsey. Okay, which I thought was interesting, and then it came out today that the Rams are trying to find a way to move Kelly Stafford's husband. And this is only a week after when last week they said that they were open to bringing Baker Mayfield back. And so when we talked about at the end of last at the end of last season we were like if Baker shows up and does this thing can he steal the starting job there? And I think he might have done that. Because like Matthew Stafford was the fucking man they brought him in. He he won him a Super Bowl. He obviously last season they kind of fell off, but that was the team as a whole. Mm-hmm. But like he did have those glaring issues of throwing interceptions. But like he won
0: you a damn Super Bowl. And Super Bowl.
2: he gets injured. Baker, you know they go out and pick up Baker, bring him in. He he looks good, and it's so well, Baker might be the guy for in 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 LA there moving forward. Which is very wow. interesting.
0: I do wonder if age has has to do with it as well. Stafford, I, I think it does. I think it does Coming to up a on their fifteenth year, right? For sure, they were yeah. drafted 08, I think. Yeah, it's got. Yeah, cause yeah, he's
2: yeah, yeah. He, like he's an older player, and again, like at the end of the day, it and it's just like the the Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, I've I viewed them and the L.A. Rams very similar. They gave up you know, the prospects they had to the draft picks and they really handicapped themselves from having young talent in the future or top talent. But mm-hmm. the Rams the Rams, they got their Super Bowl. The Lightning won two cups in a row and went to the cup final third year in a row. Yeah. So like, you know, regardless of how shit the future may be, they got the championship that the fans want. And so that's that that's a big thing in itself right there. So I think even if they move on from Stafford, it's like you know, you gave up what you had to. You got your, uh, you, you know, you got your, uh, your your Super Bowl from you got your championship there to the team, and you know now you look younger with a guy like Baker Mayfield who I think was honestly treated wrong by the Browns, and I think he's still a starting quarterback.
0: You think that? You?
2: I? You think I, I he's genuinely still a starter. Did. I think. I think he could, based on what I saw from the Rams in the short time he was there. With the little preparation he had to to learn anything, get to know the guys, I think you give him a full off season with them, a full training camp, full preseason, and I think with a team like the Rams have, I think he's going to be money there. All right, I hate to say because I don't like the Rams at all. Love Baker Mayfield, but he's I I think, he, I think he's I think he's going to do just just fine there if he if he is the guy going forward.
0: That would definitely be fun to see. I, I would root for him for sure. And I actually, I, I think I have uh, one more piece of uh, NFL news. Did uh, Lamar Jackson get the franchise tag? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, so he Pretty got ball. the franchise tag. So he's so. able so, to negotiate with other teams. Yeah. And, but and so now it's, it's come out. No.
2: But it's come out talking, saying how like teams like, kind of all the teams like interested in a quarterback like the Falcons um I guess not the Saints now but the Panthers and I think there's a couple of well there was a couple other teams I I think the Bucks were in there but it was saying that reports were saying that they they're not gonna try to get Lamar like they're not gonna try to sign him
0: yeah because I think the issue is you have to spend so
1: much money and then on top of that you're giving up all the draft all yeah yeah exactly which but again, it's like if you're a team like the Bucks, why wouldn't you? You still got the talent there. Oh, I mean oh, the Bucks well, the Bucks are the Bucks are releasing
2: Leonard Fournette playoff Lenny by the way. Yes, um, that's right. You told me. But it's me like that. you know the Bucks. It's not crazy for them to give up, you know, two first rounders and go out and get them. Like, you know, they made the playoffs last year with Tom Brady, and if you bring Lamar in and, and, and get a proper either head coach or offensive coordinator for him, like, you know, you're giving up two first-rounders, but you could have your your guy for the next, you know, 10 years or so. Yeah. I, and, I you, like you, and you still got the talent there on that team, so... So that's why I'm still, and that's the thing. It's like, I can't, I can't remember the list of teams, so I can't remember. I believe the Bucks were on there, but I don't know for sure. But if they were, I wouldn't write them off. No. I wouldn't write them off.
0: No, that's for sure. Because,
2: like, him going there makes sense for the too. franchise.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. I think, and I, I think he would be a, a perfect addition to that team.
2: But. 100%. Wait in due time. Um, the last, the last news I I got. I'm not gonna read the whole thing because like it's a lot. If if anyone wants to go and read it, I I strongly encourage you to, because honestly it was amazing and it just makes me want to root for this guy even more next season. Um, but so Calvin Ridley was recently reinstated by the NFL. Um, he was traded the deadline last year to the Jaguars, so he's now officially a member of the Jaguars and can participate in in everything within the team. And that's huge for the Jaguars. Um, very huge. Especially a team that, you know, a lot of people thought, you know, receivers were the issue at the team. Um, I still don't think that. I think they honestly had a I think their receiving core given what it was did absolutely phenomenal. Alvin adding Calvin Ridley makes it that much better. Um but so once he is reinstated he he put out a whole a whole thing on the Players Tribune, which is a a phenomenal um, mm. phenomenal place for for players to to just talk and put out their stories. It's really well done, and he 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 did one with them, just talking about how you know, and he he just he straight up said it. And he said I fucked up, and 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 that's big for a guy again, where it's like you know you don't see that much from athletes where it's you make a mistake and it's and it's just like oh this or this or this or 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 blaming on something he just straight up said you know i i fucked up i was you know in a dark place i i started off just wanting to bet on some some nba games i got carried away into the nfl and then i picked picked the falcons for for my boys to to cheer on my team i was rooting for them and he just he just straight up said like i fucked up it was a lapse in my judgment i shouldn't have done it but I did it, and all I can do from here on out is, is be better and not make these mistakes and, and focus on improving. So, you know, for a guy I, I already liked with the Falcons, and then to do this, like, it just makes me want to see him just have an incredible season and next year. Which I think he can do with Trevor Lawrence, because, you know, for a guy, a guy to just straight up own that and, and you know, just kind of wear it and be like, it happened. I'm going to be better. I will be better you know what all all the credit to him and and props to him for that
0: yeah and i think it's um i was always kind of rooting for his comeback cuz of of all the egregious things that happen in the NFL i really think his was not that bad you know
2: yeah i know and, and and yeah like it's like you I, know. I think
0: so many bad things happen each year in the NFL and and betting on a game you're not even playing. in at the end of the day, I don't think is the worst. And I was then cheering for him again when he went over to the Jags thinking, Oh man, this would be fun if you know, him and Lawrence are able to to connect a real, make a real what? connection. Cause, cause I'm rooting yeah. for these young QBs. Too many of them are, yeah. are proving to be not all that, but I'm, I'm rooting for these young guys, man.
2: Well, it's, it's, um, I, I can't remember. Cause it, cause it, it didn't happen. And it was proven that, um, how many games did Brady get suspended for Gate? Four. And so, and so that's my thing. Is and like, it was proven that it was a fucking witch Exactly. Hunt. It didn't happen. And so it's like, at the time, even though they did think it happened, you're suspending a guy for cheating to win the Super Bowl game. Cheating to no. win the championship.
0: No. It, well, that, that, that's, what, that's what they thought, and that's what he suspended for. It wasn't in the championship game. Was it not?
1: No. Oh, no, it wasn't.
0: No. Okay.
1: Well, anyways.
2: For Well, but but he went on to win the championship. I guess kind of thought it was on,
0: but... Because he's a fucking star. I don't think he even won the championship that year. Didn't he win that year? I don't think he won that year. He won the next year.
2: I thought he, they won the... Ch- I'm pretty sure they won that year.
0: Oh, is that the Seattle year?
1: I... They won that year. I'm pretty sure. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. I really hope you are. I'm pretty sure they did though, because I remember I remember it was like yeah, right after he won the Super Bowl, it all came down. Pretty sure, at least. If I'm not, like I'll. I look. I look super dumb, but from what I remember. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure, yeah. It was was all within the the same year. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. But but so, anyways, my point was so. You know, cheating and then going on to to win the the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Four games. You bet. On your on NFL
2: games, you bet on on your team, your boys to win. You get a full year suspension, like it's like, like it's like make it make sense type yeah. of thing. You know?
3: Yeah. And it's no, like that's
2: right. It's like even in, in the NHL. Guys mm-hmm. will will, liver, will deliver like a big open ice hit and get suspended four games. But the other night, uh, Anthony D'Angelo, who admittedly is a huge uh trash player and whatnot. Um he just skates across the ice and uses a stick and spears a guy right right in the groin and only gets two yeah. games. Yeah. And people are like, like make it make sense. Or like guys will go out there and throw a, a, an elbow, they won't even get suspended, but they'll get fined the, the maximum amount for players, which is 5k. Five five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. A coach, um, the other day, David Quinn, actually San Jose's head coach, he got kicked out of a game for screaming and yelling at the refs and got ejected. He got fined twenty five thousand. Hmm. And so it's like purposely giving someone a concussion and trying to injure them. You pay five thousand. You yell at the ref, twenty five. It's it's like it's just make it make sense. Like, and and I don't think it ever will. But it's so. Yeah, I just I don't I don't think Calvin Ridley got got a fair fair shake there and with that whole situation and and I'm really hoping for for a big comeback from which I think he can do with that Jags team. Hmm. And that it'd be really really great to see that from him because I
1: I think he's got a lot left in the tank and a lot to give to to any team. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. But yeah, yeah, that was, that was kind of the last of the the NFL news that uh, that I had there for us. That's good. It's yeah. it's always good to have some NFL
2: NFL come back in our lives and spice things up a bit because there's always always drama within
0: that league. It seems so always, and that's why that's why we love covering it. Um, that we do. Actually, speaking of a little NFL news. um, Actually, no, never mind. We'll we'll put that on the clown report. Uh, and so, what do we have in the NHL department?
1: A lot, a lot, a lot has been going on. A lot has been going on. Um. So, I don't. What uh, what was the date when when this was? So this was
2: on. I saw this on March sixth. And so I don't know exactly from um, when it, uh, the, the exact date from which the stats were pulled. But so right now, Connor McDavid is, is currently having his best season ever in the NHL. Okay. And he is regarded by some people as the best player in, in NHL history.
3: Oh. Even, even
2: over Wayne Gretzky, people are saying. Okay. So in Connor McDavid's draft eligible year, so when he was 16 to turning or or 17 turning to 18, yeah.
3: the
2: year before he was drafted, through 47 games, he had 44 goals, 76 assists for 120 points. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. What's Bedard have? Connor Bedard, in his draft eligible year, through 47 games played, so same as McDavid, 59 goals wow. compared to McDavid's 44. 64 assists compared to McDavid's 76. Oh, yeah. And Bedard has 123 points compared to McDavid's 120.
1: Okay, so so more goals, less assists. Basically, yeah. Now, how do we feel about that? So here's my thing. And and
2: and so I I, I, I did some some you know, kinda kinda deep diving and really looked into it. Cause I'm like, again, it's like it's so easy to pull pull, pull random numbers and be like, whoa,
1: look at this comparison type of thing. Yeah. But um So Connor Bedard currently
2: with, with the Regina Pats, you know, he's not and 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 so for anyone who doesn't know, in my honest opinion, I believe that the WHO is the the hardest of the three um chl leagues to play in and this is just and this is just me and it's not even because it's just oh i'm you know on the west coast here like Mm -hmm. oh i'm just a fucking whl fiend type of thing like i'm not but it's i notice more in the whl it's a lot more hitting it's a lot more physical um whereas opposed to in the ontario hockey league the ohl and the QMJHL, the quebec major junior hockey league it's not as physical and so it's a lot easier to, when you've got skill to pull off moves and, and do this and that, because you're not worried about getting hit. You're not really going to get hit with the, those big, devastating type hits. Which is, again, why I always say okay. I feel like it's easier for when players transition, um, not just from the, the, the WHL to the NHL, but even the AHL, where I believe the AHL is the most physical, um, rough professional league there is. Oh. And I always find that WHL players adapt better because they are used to those environments. Mm-hmm. They they've already kind of gone through that for whatever they're they're, you know, one, two, three, four years, even maybe five years, in the WHL. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they're more adaptively um, ready. Okay. And so not only is Bedard putting up better points in what I but what in just in my opinion, what I believe is the harder league in the WHL compared to the OHL mm-hmm. he's not playing with top end talent. Um, just to pull it up. Uh, just to, so Connor Bedard here. So currently with the Regina Pats, yeah. he he's obviously number one in scoring. He's got 124 points right now in 49 games. The number okay. two, uh, two guy on the team, he only has 78 points in 58 games. I mm. um, am Bedard's is much lower because he did miss quite a bit of time uh, because of the World Juniors. Yeah. And, and then, um, so the number two guy, um, he was drafted in the third round last year by the Washington Capitals. Okay. The number three guy on the team is draft eligible this year. He probably won't go until what I believe will be the third or fourth round.
3: Hmm.
2: Ah, uh, the fourth guy on the team. He is a defenseman. He was drafted in the third round, uh, two years ago. So not last year, but the year before. Okay. So he's not playing with with top end talent. Yeah. Is basically what I'm saying. Whereas McDavid, in again, what I'm what I what I view
1: is an easier league. Um. He was playing with Dylan Strome
2: who in the same year as Connor McDavid, he went third overall to the Arizona Coyotes. And he, he did have a hard time putting it together in the NHL. He's, he's found himself a good home now, um, where his game's really grown with the Washington Capitals. But McDavid was playing with a guy where in his year, he went third overall. Bedard is not. He was also playing with Alex DeBrincat, who in the, fall, in the year after McDavid was drafted... He went near the beginning of the second round. And now... Alex Debrinkit, um Is a phenomenal player in the league. And he would have been a first round pick. But he was... He's only 5'7 and 165 pounds. Okay. And that's currently him right now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find what he was at the time. And so it was his size... That made a lot of teams... Not want to draft him because they, they were very worried about his size. And that makes sense. And he, and then going down the team, they had another uh, forward, uh, Taylor Radish. Um, he went in the second round, the year after McDavid. And they have Travis Dermott who is with the Maple Leafs, well, he's now with the Vancouver Canucks. He went at the very beginning of the second round,
0: the year McDavid was drafted.
1: But then could you and make so the argument like, if the
0: talent how can you name off these people and then say the talent isn't as good in that league?
2: I'm not. No. And again, I'm not saying that the talent is the talent I think is evenly spread across um, the WHL, OHL, QMJHL. But I'm saying the WHL is harder because there's a lot more fights that happen. There's a lot more bigger players and it's just a lot more physical. Like there's a oh, lot okay. more hitting within the game. Okay, it is what I meant, but it's like so. Bedard is, you know, draft eligible year is putting up better numbers than McDavid, and you could argue in a harder league, and you can definitely, without a doubt, say he's doing it with less talent.
1: So is Connor McDavid. And so you me? know, it's like.
3: I mean, you know, Bedard. has got all. He's got
2: all the tools there to. To surpass McDavid within, you know, five or six years, maybe. And not comparing them at the current time, because obviously McDavid is going to be older and slower. But, like, at their peak, yeah, you know, Bedard's showing that he's got everything's there to, you know, be better. And not to mention, in the World Juniors alone, like, it's even like we talked about. Without him, Canada probably doesn't even get a medal.
0: Yeah, honestly, so it, it just it
2: it makes it uh, that much more exciting and uh, coming down the stretch here, and it's it's going to be a dogfight between these teams at the the bottom of standings to to get because again, if you finish at at the very bottom, like number thirty two, mm-hmm. you've got about a ten percent better chance of getting the number one overall pick compared to. Even the team at number two. Yeah, no, no, I hear what you're so saying. So it's Yeah, yeah. It's it's just incredible what what he's been doing and given the circumstances, so if you know if teams were ever to tank, like now now is the time.
3: Now is
0: the time. Now is the time. For fair, sure. Fair enough. Um what are what are some other big so the oilers speaking of McDavid? He recently beat the Bruins. Bruins picked up their third home loss of the season recently.
2: So I, I was going to talk about that. So um, this be a
0: Stanley Cup preview. So
2: here's my thing is so going into the game, the whole headline was uh, it wasn't even Edmonton versus Boston. It was the fact that McDavid's number one in the league in goals scored and Pasternak with the Bruins is number two. And so Boston got out to a to a two to nothing lead uh, in the first period. Pasternak had a goal and an assist, and then they got skunked the rest of the game. And Edmonton scored one in the second and two in the third to win
1: the game three to two. Pretty impressive win. But you know McDavid didn't have a point. They skunked McDavid,
2: a dude who's been averaging almost a goal per game this season and two. Over two points per game. You know, the Bruins the Bruins completely shut him out. And, and so it's I like wonder... it's it's a tough loss. Well, you can't even really say a tough loss for Boston. Like they're <laughs> you know, they're 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 doing just fine. Like they're they're already like they haven't clinched, but they're guaranteed a playoff spot. Are they like they they are nine points ahead of the team number two in the entire league. Like if Boston won in regulation tonight, they would have been they would have already clinched.
0: Really? With, they're that close?
2: With with 19 games remaining. Holy Absolutely, shit. Absolutely exactly. So like this loss doesn't mean shit for the Bruins. They're they're big chilling. I think mm. the takeaway's the fact that hey, Big David didn't get a single fucking point against us tonight.
0: And the Oilers
3: were I think
2: that's still a takeaway away. you want to take. Yeah. And again, yeah, for the, Oilers, for the it's Oilers it's like that's a takeaway. Yeah.
0: They they skunked our best player and we could still is, show that. Which is something there. that
2: doesn't happen for them often, especially against a team as good as Boston has been to be like, hey, you know, we just beat the undoubtedly number one team in the league. Mm-hmm. And McDavid had no points. Dry Saddle only had one assist and it was a secondary assist. So he was wow. even even the key player in the goal being scored. So. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, sorry, I just unplugged today... my headphones
0: there. That, that one's on me. <laughs> No, I, was, I, was, uh, I was fidgeting around and I pulled out the cord. Another uh, game yeah, no. tonight that
2: that was huge was the Dallas
0: Stars beat the Buffalo Sabers.
2: The Dallas Stars won ten to four. They dropped double D- digits.
1: Double, double digits. Stars. That's um, a, that's a tough look. Another. Tough L. I'm only plugging
2: this because not not even just because he plays on the Sharks, but. I, f- I love him as a player, just in general, and I think there's a phenomenal comeback she's just having. Um, Eric Carlson uh, tonight for, for the Sharks uh, put up a goal, which put him at uh, 83 points on the year. And so wow. that not only... Uh, or that set him a new franchise high in points as a defenseman, by the way, 83 points. Wow. Good on him. But he, he tied Brent Burns for the franchise record with San Jose for most points in a season by a defenseman. And so Carson currently has 83 points in 66 games as a defenseman on one of the worst teams in the league. And he's on pace for over a hundred points, which hasn't been done since I believe it was 1993 when Brian Leach did it last
0: so he's not bad,
2: eh? So, yeah. And this is a guy where, again, you know, he got traded from Ottawa to San Jose for a huge package. Mm-hmm. He had those those injury history, those lingering injuries, and it really, you know, hindered him for, for a good couple years. And last year with San Jose, or with him getting injured like halfway through the season... And then San Jose clearly not making the playoffs. It gave him a good, you know, eight and a half, nine months to just fully train, rehab, get fully yeah. healthy. He's come back fully healthy. He hasn't missed a game all season. And he, he's on pace to to do something no defenseman has done in 30 years. So uh, good impressive. on him there. And, you know, that contract looked to to be the, the anchor of San Jose. But now... You know, I guess it really depends on
1: when they win the Bedard sweepstakes. Um, whether, whether or not they, they can move now, because they easily could
2: now based on how he's been playing. Um, yeah. But if they get Bedard now, maybe you say, hey, we've got the best defenseman in the league. Maybe we hold on to him and, and try to run it with these two for a couple years. So. Try and build a pretty big team with them.
0: Yeah. it's Why well, wouldn't you, it, It's out right? there,
2: but... Yeah. Um, that yeah, it's kind of the kind of the basis of of big NHL news. I I believe we had.
1: Okay, everything fair else enough. is just kind
2: of teams crunching for for the post. Oh, actually, you know what? I, I will put sync because this this is kind of a this is kind of a way of, of feeling better before we we go into the clown report. Ooh. Um, a little little bit of a feel good uh moment. Uh, and we kind of did this. We haven't, we done, feel this. Good we haven't done this in a while. No, we used to yeah. do this a little bit on the on the radio show. We kind of this did it a few a times in the, yeah. the early the early episodes of the podcast. Um, but so long time, kind of NHL veteran Brandon Sutter. So he came to Carolina a few years after they won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. He got traded to Pittsburgh, and. The year after Pittsburgh traded him, Pittsburgh went on to win back-to-back Cups. Ouch. So a little bit of a rough uh, go for him. And so he, he found a good home with the Vancouver Canucks, was an assistant captain, phenomenal player. Um, but in the spring of 2021, he, he got COVID. Mm. And it, it hit him really hard. Mm. And which has now kept him out of the league for two years. Wow. He hasn't played a single NHL game in two years. Um, but it reports came out today that he is feeling much better. He said he's seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel and he's hoping to uh find a home and uh go to training camp, guns blazing and uh start next season with an NHL team to to get back in the league. Holy shit. He's you know, he's He said he's feeling much better from the long term effects. Now he's healthy and he's ready to get back out there and and find his way back into the league. And so, and you know, a player like him, it's not even like like he he did chip in offensively and was good, but just in face offs alone, you know, being defensively responsible, like and good in his own end, there there's no doubt in my mind he's going to find a team that that that's going to bring him in. Yeah, you think you'll land pretty like, easily. And, and he's a good veteran. You, you know, even a team that's young, like you look at Ottawa, Buffalo, um, fuck, even the Coyotes, if they're willing to spend money on someone. Uh, you bring him in as a, as a third, fourth line center, you know, to be a leadership guy. He's good in his own end. He's responsible. He's not going to hurt the team. He can teach the young guys. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll have no problem finding a new home in, in no time. Would you and wanna... I and I really hope he does? Yeah, because he he deserves it. He's a phenomenal player, and and that's tough when you know all, all over half the guys in the NHL have had COVID, mm-hmm. and you know they're all fine, but it was just him that all those long term effects and just and it just lingered. It it kept him out of the league for two years. Yeah. So it it would, be, think it would be cool to see it? him come back.
3: huh I, don't I know, think well, he maybe.
2: was faking it. Never know. I don't know. What do you do? What do you do for the brand?
0: What do you do for yes. the brand? Um, speaking of my stupid clown question, should we do a little clown report?
2: Oh, should we ever?
0: Should we got we, some, ever. we
2: got some clowns this week.
0: We got we're some prepared. Big clowns.
2: We've had a week to prepare.
1: Oh yes, we have. Um, we're do we're, you we're ready kick to it come off? in guns blazing. Yeah. Um, who do I want to start with? I only have one. Oh shit! I forgot. I'm gonna
2: plug some in before the clown report. All I'm, right, I'm plug do it away. It. Um, so the NHL All Star break, uh, th- and this was supposed to be part of how good Connor McDavid is as a hockey player, like phenomenal. Um, so the NHL, and this, and this was uh, four days ago. So this was as of March six mm-hmm. as well.
1: Okay.
3: And so
2: the NHL All-Star break was at the end of January and the league kind of the league resumed on the thirtieth of uh, January, I believe. Either thirtieth or thirty-first. Really doesn't matter. The what matters is the fact that say a month and four days within that span, since the All-Star break to, to that point when it came out, McDavid had more points in that month and a couple days, than 77% of players in the NHL have had all season. Wow. So within basically a month,
3: Mm -hmm. he
2: put up more points in that span than 70% of the players in the league did from the start of season up until that point.
1: What an impact. Nuts. Now, going on to some clown. Let's hear it. What do we want to start with? Only ah. I've
0: done, and I'm pretty sure you have them too. So save it for me. Is yours? A,
2: I know who yours is. Yeah, and I was leaving them for you because you deserve it. You deserve Aww. it. I'm gonna shit on ESPN as a whole. Give them a shit. So, and in, in the NHL has always been done good by TSN, Sportsnet, uh, just just the NHL and their whole um. Package thing They've they've got their channels on cable TV People buy it and they're good They take a whole bunch of money from ESPN And So what first Really really triggered me And it just kind of Bugged me and rubbed me the wrong way Was So Stephen A. Smith And I I know he's a big NFL guy And he's a big mouth overall Yeah so he was with Um I, I didn't recognize the other two, but it's kind of like their, their main, just like ESPN panel. Like, it wasn't even like focusing was on. On this, this or this, uh, I
1: don't believe so. Okay. Um, okay, it was, it was first take.
2: Okay. So it was. And so I don't know who the other two people were with him. Mm mm-hmm. um, but so the question was which New York team is going to win a championship next it was just, just a general question. That's all it was. Wasn't referring to any sport or a specific team or anything. It was just which New York team is going to win a championship next.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so Stephen A. Smith was on the left. I don't know what her name is, but she was in the middle. Don't know what his name was, but he was on the right. After and buddy we were, on sorry. buddy on the right immediately was like the new york rangers
3: there you go because i
2: mean you know they brought in they were already a really good team and they made probably two of the three biggest acquisitions come the trade deadline yeah and he said it with full confidence he said it with chest he was ready yeah and the other two just shit on it stephen a smith was like oh give me a break and she was like that doesn't count and they just shit on him and he's like why He's like, why? They just got Patrick Kane. They're a. They're, they just went to Eastern Conference Final last year. They just brought in two two elite scores onto their team for basically nothing, and 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 they were like, that doesn't count. Like, pick another team. And it's like, he answered the question, and they then they were, and it's a company that put a bunch of money into the NHL to to get broadcasting rights for some games, and and their panel was just was just shitting on it. Basically saying it's not a real sport, like pick pick an actual team and,
3: mm-hmm. and so ESPN I was
2: like really
0: I was like, man, that's hockey.
2: They really do. And that and so I was like I was like, all right, that that's shitty, but you know what? I get it. It's not a full part of their their NHL um, thing. So so I'll let it slide. But then a few days later, ESPN they've uh, so right now. Two of their um, uh, kind of I don't I don't know what you want to call them. They're not like the kind of the main like guy during intermissions, but like they're the side guys on the panel. I don't know what what would you
3: call them. You can make up a word for them. Make up a word for them.
0: Co anchors, Um, dick farts. I don't know. All right, co anchor the dick 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 farts over there.
2: Um. So Ryan Callahan, who who used to play for the Rangers, big um, is on it, and then PK Subban, North, former Norris Trophy winner, his career kind of fell off a cliff. But uh, oh. so they were they were doing the the New York Islanders Buffalo Sabers game. Uh, ESPN was covering that, and you know during the intermission, you'd be like, hey, you know, the guys kind of covering the game and whatnot. Talk about the game. You know, you guys are both former NHL players. Show us stuff we missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, educate us, you know, and whatnot, right? You think that's what they do? No, they pretend to be asleep. What? Because the game was 0 0. And the New York Islanders are a very defense first team. They believe in protecting their own end before scoring. So it's defense first, and they, they find ways to win. They're in a playoff spot. But P.K. Subban and Callahan think, oh, that's boring hockey. So they pretend to sleep and then just basically shit on the Islanders and, and say that they're a boring team. And then you don't get much hockey inside during the admission because they only get, you know, between commercials and, and the, the, the actual team's, uh, you know, guys on like by the ice or whatever. You get maybe six to eight minutes from them. Mm-hmm. And and then TK Subban even goes on Twitter to post a picture of them pretending to sleep during the intermission and just puts hashtag Islanders hockey. Wow. It's like you say the Islanders are a boring team, yet within their last... Uh, pull up here, actually, because I, I saw it
1: tonight and I was like, you know what? That's really impressive. Um, Where is it? In, in their, The Islanders in their last 17 games, and half mm. of them are without
2: their their best player, Matthew Barzell, with an injury. They're 11-3-3. Three three. Wow. And they're still, you know, dropping four, five-goal games. They're making... Like, tonight against Pittsburgh, they put up two goals in, you know, the final eight minutes and then beat them in overtime when they're battling for wild-card spots. And, you know, it, it. I think it just sucks when you... When a company puts so much money into into the NHL, and this is the shit that
1: gets put out there, like, yeah, it just doesn't know. seem like they fully give a shit, and it's like and again and again, you know, if it was
2: like whatever Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux do it, okay, that's one thing, but Callahan was you know, a good player in his prime for a couple years, but was mostly a bum. He was physical, which is where he really made his name for himself. P.K. Sumo yeah. a beast for a year with Montreal. And then his career fell off a cliff and he retired when he was like 20 or 32, 33? Yeah, he, did he retired retire early, so didn't he? early. He retired so early. And again, it was because his game fell apart. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if you've got big name guys and guys that hold merit type of thing. To say that, that's one thing. But two two bums just oh. that are out, that are out of the league now and well no not not bums, but like <laughs> you know, they their opinions shouldn't like they they shouldn't do that type of shit. They don't really have the the merit behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I do I do hear what you're saying. Like it's like for guys like like Subban did win a Norris in a very incredible year. I will give him that. But for guys who really didn't accomplish much within the league, it's like, how are you gonna shit on a team that's in a playoff spot and is winning by in a league that's very the high? Like this might be the highest one of the highest scoring eras ever in the NHL. Like yeah. scoring has been nuts this year, and you've got a team that's like, hey, let's put defense first, and then we'll worry on the, about the offense, and they're in a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. They're the one team that's doing things differently.
1: And so it's working,
2: you know, yeah, exactly, right. So I mean, you know, they can shit on them as much as they want, but like, they're there for a reason. They're doing good, but ESPN, get your shit together.
0: Get your shit together, ESPN. And fans clans. deserve better. All right, I'll ride with you on that one. That that's a good one. That's but I know yours. One. I know yours, and I'm ready. No. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. So the star of the NFL, Jackson Mahomes, is in a little hot water.
1: A little hot water? A little little? hot water, he asks. I think he's in a fucking hot tub.
0: Hot water. (laughs) He is indeed. So he's getting accused of
1: pushing a waitress, if I'm not mistaken. One of the things. And in in kind of forcing
0: himself on her?
2: Yeah. Making making sexual advances, as as
1: they said.
0: Which honestly, we've all seen his TikToks. So that literally could just be him looking.
3: <laughs>
0: like have you seen the way he just films a selfie in a TikTok with him biting his lips and shit? She's probably just like, Hey, what can we get you to drink? And he just started being like,
2: So, so this was the 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 report I saw here was he was accused of pushing a waiter and sexually assaulting the
1: owner of of the the restaurant. And the worst part is it was all caught on security cameras. There, have we? Has the tape
0: been released? Oh yeah, I've got it. What? Do you want
2: me to send it to you? Yes, I sent to, you, to you right now. It, it's 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 forty five seconds long, but like you can, it, it's it's an uncomfortable watch. For anyone who who does decide to to go in and look into it, I will say it is an uncomfortable watch because you can visibly see
1: how, um, uncomfortable the person is uh, within it.
2: Uh, that that he is forcing himself upon Yeah, I think I found um, this on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I I also sent it to you as well if 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 you need. Um But yeah, like it's it's not a not a
2: good position for him to be in. It really isn't. Especially, you know, all of last season he 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 was relatively tame. He, he was kind of for the most part staying out of headlines. And he just finds Jeez. himself back in there for for bad things. Bad things.
0: Yeah, that's a bad video. I'm watching
2: and it now. That's there, there, bad. There's, there's no justifying what he did. It's very clear she wasn't having it, uncomfortable with it. Uh, Holy. And he, you know, he did, did it anyway. And, and he's now got some accusations up against him.
0: It's a bad look, man. It's a bad look. It's very bad. And
2: again, it goes back to it's like the best player in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. And this is always going to be in the conversation when we talk about him. We can't just talk about Patrick Mahomes in this
1: day and age. You talk about Patrick, you get Jackson. Honestly. Like it's, it's there. He, there's no 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 denying it it's, it's
3: absolutely
1: there. insane and I don't know,
2: like I don't I don't know what we can and can't say but like clown just doesn't even feel like the
1: right word alleged criminal Yeah We yeah. have to we I have to say alleged, alleged criminal... we
2: have to say alleged criminal but like not really alleged, but well, we have no, to say alleged. No, Brandon, alleged,
0: alleged uh, Brandon, he was alleged. alleged.
1: We have we have to say alleged,
0: alleged, but alleged. That that security footage was silent. It's alleged, all alleged.
2: Um, it is all alleged until until it gets sorted
0: out. There you go. Exactly. There we go. Um. All right, I think that kind of do you have more clown news or does that wrap up? Do we do plugs? I
1: th- that's kind of the oh, um, I'm not I don't want to fully like
2: plug into what it's it, uh, kind of about with because I don't know what we're doing with it. Um, ah, fuck it. We don't know if it's ever gonna happen, but we we, we made a video that we wanted to put out on the YouTube talking about. Yes crazy contracts yes um we're unsure if we're ever gonna do that i don't know what our plan is for that but i have something i want to add to because i thought it was kind of cool not kind of cool but like interesting when i saw it and it was a thing talking about like the craziest um contract clauses in sports history so it's uh con like clauses between the team and the player not necessarily just a contract in itself Mm -hmm. um but so when Des Bryant signed his contract with the Cowboys, one of the contracts in his clause was that he was banned from all strip clubs and nightclubs that were not approved by the Cowboys. Which I thought was kind of interesting.
0: I think the funnier part of that kind is of that they had approved strip clubs. Right? That was the first takeaway I had for as well. I was like...
2: So the Cowboys, they they know like they know their spots in the city, like they know they know what's
1: good. They know the good spots. Yeah, they know the goods. I oh, mean, that's yeah. That's that, 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 that that was a thing. Um, that, was a good, that was a great thing. Um, I yeah, think really, really don't, don't got much. Oh no, because. So I'm I'm very confused about this. Okay. Um,
2: a good start. I know confusion. You know, if I sound dumb, I will. But this it's because I just have such a diehard drive passion for this movie.
3: Eighty for Brady. Um,
2: okay, the other movie I have a diehard passion for. Um.
3: Is there another movie?
2: So so no one no one has come out and said whether this is true or not. It's made multiple headlines. So it almost feels like, like it is kind of, kind of true. And if it's not, I don't care. I'm gonna believe it is because I think it's phenomenal. And whoever came up with it deserves credit. Then. Um. So, if, so obviously, there's the whole big rivalry between the the PGA Tour and the whole new Live Golf.
1: Yep. As as we know about.
2: And so. Every year, um it's not even the PGA, it's just like golf in the world. They have the the Masters, the biggest tournament of the year pretty much that takes place at Augusta National. Yes. And it's 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 not even qualifying, it's by invite only. And so every year, um prior early in the week, before they um uh, but b- before they actually do the Masters, they have a Masters Club dinner, which is basically where it's a dinner that's completely picked out by last year's winner. And all the previous winners that are able to attend come. And it's a, like all the greats kind of getting together for a dinner type thing.
0: Bit of a shmoo.
2: Yeah. And so last year, um, Scotty Scheffler won the Masters. Mm-hmm. and again don't know if this is real I really hope it is and nothing has shown me otherwise that it isn't real because so many credible sources have been putting this out there um, but within his master's invitation that he sent out it says like all, all, all the general stuff like the date, time, the host you know where, what it's for but at the very bottom it says and because and there, there's a couple guys who have won the masters who are participating but are now part of um the live golf okay. thing. And at the very bottom, it says, live, guys, kindly meet
1: on the ninth green at 9 p.m. What does I mean? that mean? Oh, okay. So, so I know
2: what it means. And it's it's in reference to one of my, my favorite uh, movies ever, Happy Gilmore. Okay. And so it's when, when Happy Gilmore gets on the on the tour there and and he meets the, the the best guy in the world the the phenom shooter mcgavin yeah. he tells him like hey we're you know it's a it's a thing for the new guys like we like to get together with them meet us on the the ninth green at 9 p.m and then so happy gilmore goes there and then he's on the ninth green at 9 p.m and that's when the sprinklers turn on and he just gets soaked uh, in, in water
0: so a and little so- friendly banter
2: exactly well it's not even friendly like i think it's just hey fuck you guys
0: oh no that's friendly
2: no there no it, it's so heated between the two now it's really? crazy it's crazy man it's What's it's happening? so crazy well again it's 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 you know all the guys on the, that stayed on the PJ tour believe that you know that's the place to be and you shouldn't just and again, it has a lot to do because of, of who owns Live Golf and, um, you know, allegations of where money comes from and, and, and what money is used for and, and all those kind of political type of things. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really driving a wedge because, you know, you go to Live and you make, you make way more money in the PGA Tour than you do. And that's clear because the you know the owners of live and whatnot they got so much money. You make way more money and you, you but you play way less.
3: Mm.
2: And so it's like you can't fault the guys cuz it's like any job anybody works. It's like, "Hey, you know, you love where you're at, right?" "Yeah, I do." "What if we told you you could make you know double. Some guys even 10, 10 times wow. more per year." than what you're doing now, except instead of working five days a week, you work one day a week. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you can't blame people for taking that offer. Yeah. Because then you make, you're getting way more money, but you're also getting way more time to spend with your family, friends, etc. cetera. Yeah. Um, but so then, and then again, a lot of the guys in the PGA tour believe like you shouldn't be allowed to partake in certain things like, the masters and kind of the 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 four like the major tournaments mm. that the live guys still get to it's like you bailed on us and and dipped just for money like you you shouldn't you should be welcome with us so it's really it's actually really blown into a, a whole big thing so
0: so wait the live guys can still play in the masters though right
2: yeah yeah they they can play in the majors they in the four big majors they just can't play in any um just specific PGA tour events. Mm. But again, don't know if it's real. Nothing has shown me that it's not real. Yeah. So I'm gonna believe it's real because I think that's actually really funny. So that is kind of funny. Um but yeah that that was my last thing. I'm done with my rant.
0: Yeah yo that that that's a great that's a great wrap up that's a good clown section a little miscellaneous. We've touched on kind of all the major sports at a little UFC, XFL, NFL, NHL, live golf, PGA folks. We're coming at you with every angle and we're hope you're enjoying it. And if you are, or if you aren't, uh, be sure to reach out and give us a follow at any of our social medias on Instagram and TikTok at PGO show, Twitter at PG overtime and fate or er, Facebook. Jeez. Uh, YouTube. At post game overtime, post game being one word, and if you Ooh. hop to any of those, click the link in the bio or the uh, yeah the link tree in the bio. That's going to take you to a page where you got all of our links, got our podcast pages, the Spotify's, Amazon's, Apple Music, anywhere you, where you can find podcasts, Google Music. What, what's at um, the What's at the top? The what's top of the, that what's, what's, screen what's is a the tip? link to the fuel of our show folks that is w energy this show again is always brought to you by w energy uh the energy drink we choose or the energy formula the jitterless free energy formula or jitterless free geez the jitter free jitterless energy formula uh we choose here at pgo w energy wage the war on big energy and do it without the crash and without all the fillers Although like we're big you, were, energy drinks.
2: you were kind of on the, the right track. They've, again, not, nothing's confirmed, but from from Dubby's uh, social pages, they have hinted that they are getting towards uh, putting out an energy drink that comes in a can that is also the same jitterless, no crash energy. No big energy in those ones. So it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what comes there.
0: Yeah, 100%. And if you're wanting to follow along or join the Dubby team, or join the fight against big energy. Join Yeah, there it is. There it Um, is. Be sure to click the link in the bio so they know we sent you and use promo code PGO for 10% off checkout. Again, that is code PGO at W. Click the link in our bio and you'll get 10% off at checkout. Folks, thank you so much for listening.
1: As always, and seeing you next week. Goodbye.